Orange is Orange or Browns podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Smith, and with me, as always, Browns insider, Jeremy Powell. Jeremy, it's Raiders week, man. What's up? Hey, Chase. Excited. Can't believe we are where we are, and I think it's going to get more fun from here. And joining us all season long, she's your, and she is our favorite Emmy-nominated digital content producer at News Channel 5, Cameron Justice. Cameron, ready for a game on Sunday? been ready since last Sunday. Are you kidding me? That's right. Let's hey, go. You guys take care of us this week and I'll take care of you at the bye. Yes. Right, so let's, let's work on that. Let's, let's get things started. Uh, Cameron, your keys to the game. If we want to come away with a victory against the Raiders in Cleveland on Sunday, Cameron, what are your keys to the game? All right. Well, the first key is going to probably be the hardest for the Browns to do, and that's contain Darren Waller. The Raiders tight end could pose a serious threat to the Browns. Not could, probably will. Through six games this season, he's leading the Raiders in targets, receptions, receiving yards. He's second on the team with his three touchdown catches. The Browns secondary is going to have their work cut out for them. We've seen how the Browns secondary works out. You know, they've got they've got a lot to uh, to show us. They've got a lot of expectations left to fill, and they haven't been great. But this could be their game. Um, and you know, and they're not the worst against tight ends. So they've got they've given up the 12th most yardage at the position, but Darren Waller is explosive or has Joe Woods described him dynamic. He also said, quote, I feel like we have a nice plan, but we have different ways to cover him. So if that's true, the Browns were really going to need to focus on that containing the Raiders offense, starting with Waller. The second key to the game. And speaking of Joe Woods is that they're going to try to need to avoid the shootout. I know it's going to be tough. It's probably not going to happen, but it would be ideal for this Browns team to walk away with this easy win, probably unscathed, heading into the bye week. Joe Woods again today, he said that he's getting used to the shootouts and they have to, you know, they have to have another way where they play a little bit better and keep the points low. Baker Mayfield showed us that he's capable of winning in a shootout situation on a down to the wire game. He showed us that already last week. Let's not put the pressure on him to do that two weeks in a row. There's no need for that. So the Browns defense are going to have to hold the Raiders off early, but the offense should be able to exploit the Raiders defense. It's ranked last in the league with takeaways, 31st with points allowed, 30th yards per play allowed. They're tied for 29th in sacks with just seven. The Raiders defense is not good. So the Browns need to truly exploit that weak defense. And that goes into the third key of the game, how they can do that. They can divvy up the looks. Baker Mayfield is at his best when he's moving that ball and spreading that ball around. We've seen it. We know it. And that's going to be even more important now with Odell Beckham Jr. out for the season with Nick Chubb still out with Austin Hooper still out. They're going to need to spread the ball around. They're going to have to, you know, use that next man up mentality, but utilize these players that have chemistry with Baker Mayfield that have proven themselves like Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples Jones, has already created chemistry with Baker Mayfield. We saw that crazy end zone catch. That was incredible. Let's keep that up. They're going to have to get them involved. Tight end play is going to be really crucial here. Harrison Bryant, big game, looked great. Let's continue that. David Njoku, if he does in fact want out, he's going to make himself look good to make himself valuable for a trade with the trade deadline approaching. This is the best way to go out there, you know, 
that's it. Show, show them why you need to, you know, why you are a part of this team and how much value you have. And of course, as I always say, the Browns have to establish the run game and Kareem Hunt can do that. And he can do that as well as providing offensive weapon, the passing game too. He's explosive. He can do it. There's no reason not to. So if the Browns can find a way to pull all these three things off, they could very well be sitting at six and two. Yes. Six and two going into the bye week. Those are my keys to the game. You can take them or leave them, but that's, that's what we've got going into Sunday's game. Well, as always, Cameron, those are on point and uh, totally agree. Surprise Darren Waller's number one for you. Um, but after your explanation, it makes sense. Cameron, instead of going to our resident locksmith and Jeremy Powell, we have a special guest joining us to maybe combat some of those keys. Head coach of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden. John, thank you for joining the show. Hey, guys. Good to be back on with you, man. Some things change, but some things just remain the same. I'll tell you what, man. Coming on, It's like a yearly of, uh, occurrence coming on this show. I love it, man. But, uh, yeah, those those keys to the games, I, I was listening up, and, man, I couldn't agree with you more and or less. But uh, I, Darren Waller, that guy's an animal, man. He is an animal. We call him Darren Wonder Waller, and I think, baby, he's going to have a big game, maybe. And after all, you'll be singing Darren Wonder Waller. Yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to target him a lot in this passing offense, man. Derek Carr, he's reminding everybody that he is actually the best Carr brother at quarterback, man. He's having a fantastic year. And uh, I think – I think another key to our game and our offensive yeah. uh, pursuit is going to be uh, finding number 23 on the field for that Browns defense. Cause that, man, <laughs> you guys got a leak. Call a plumber, man. Jeremy, you know any plumbers? <laughs> you got a leak <laughs> on that defense, man. Yeah, and I, I, I would like to make this out a shootout, too. That's Those are the kind of games I like the most. But you know what? I think the biggest matchup is going to be a Super Bowl 37 matchup rematch against me and Bill Callahan, man, we're going to be on the opposite uh, sidelines again. And man, that's going to be a one for the ages. Like it was back then. Well, I don't even know what to say. I've always wanted to hear John Gruden sing a uh, little Oasis. So I can check that off the list. Man. Um, so, but so Jeremy, before we get to you, so, so coach, let me tell you about the last couple of weeks, you guys beat the number one team in the NFL, the chiefs in week five, very convincing 40 to 32. You had to buy, and then it came back and laid a turd against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What happened, coach? What happened? I'll tell you what. I don't know if you uh, know, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, man. <laughs> we got people going out left and right on the COVID list, man. It's It's been a difficult season. I just I just learned how to wear a mask like two weeks ago <laughs> myself, so it's not easy, man. It's tough, tough times. I, I guess so. Uh, Jeremy, do you know any plumbers? Uh, yeah, I could actually. I don't know when they could uh, stop a leak that big, though. I think we need a little more than a plumber. <laughs> yeah, coach, that was incredible insight. And, uh, you know, I, I'm grateful that, that that you're here with us. Um, Jeremy, how efficient will Baker be spreading the ball around on offense? Maybe not focusing. We haven't really talked about OBJ's injury. We didn't really talk about it in our recap show. I don't know how much time we're going to spend on it now, but ad nauseum, they've talked about 
you know, Baker's going to be a better quarterback. Do, yeah. do you buy into that? I don't know. I, w- I can't wait to see, you know, how it looks going forward. Because like we talked about in the uh, the recap show, it reminded me a lot of Baker's rookie year when he went on that four or five game run at the end of the season where he was mm-hmm. fantastic. So uh, it remains to be seen. I, I agree with Cameron on a few of the keys today, and I disagree a little bit. Well, let me see what I disagree with. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think there's any way around it. It's going to be a shootout. The defense is going to drive us crazy all year. We just hope that we make enough big plays on defense because that's the kind of defense we are now right it's a big play defense that causes turnovers strip sacks interceptions but we're going to give up yards and we're going to give up points and we're probably going to be at the edge of our seat every week at the end of the game we're going to be banging our heads against the wall complaining about number 23 Sandeo complaining about other guys but what we can what we have to hope for is that we make the big plays and we need them similar to what we did against the Redskins uh that's the, that's the kind of defense we're going to have Darren Waller I agree Tight ends have given us fits forever. They're going to continue to give us fits. He's not. He's more of a receiver playing tight end, as Stefanski said this week, who can block. He is a big athletic freak, and uh, it is going to be tough to, to guard him. And I agree, a big key to this game will be trying to contain him, take him out of the game if we can. But I just, I just, I see a high, another high scoring game. Hopefully, Baker, and I think he will plays up to the level that he played last week, and we get enough out of the running game, which I think we will as well. So. As Cameron said, I agree 100%. I think the Browns can move the ball. I think the Browns can score on them. And hopefully we get just enough stops to get the win. And to my credit, I will say, I said I I thought it was going to be a shootout. I just don't <laughs> right. want it to be. There's no you, reason right, yeah. for it. <laughs> no, I agree. I just, I, I just have that feeling that it's going to be one of those defenses where we'll get big plays when we need them, but it's going to, you know what I mean? It's just going to drive us nuts. Everybody's like, oh, why? But I just think that's where it is right now. And it's kind of, it, it is who we is currently. Coach, if it is a shootout, is your, uh, does your game plan start and stop with containing Miles Garrett? Of course, man. That guy's scary. Halloween's coming up. <laughs> man, kids, little kids are going to be dressing up as Miles Garrett. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, stopping in is our number one concern. I was thinking of, you know, it's a trading deadline coming up. I don't know if you guys wanted to make a trade. I was thinking maybe uh, Miles Garrett for Carl Nassib straight up. You guys want Carl <laughs> Nassib back? I'll tell you what, man. He's pretty good for us. <laughs> he, he does have a motor, and I think that's the only like <laughs> description of him is he's got a motor. Um, not Knock sure. on what if you're with me. Come on, man. <laughs> he does got a motor. <laughs> right, right. Well, the Cameron, incredible keys. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be a shootout as well. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun game. And I'll, I'll say this. Let's jump to our game preview because there's a couple of things I want to touch on that I, I think it's crazy to say about the Browns. We are 3-0 and at home this year. How did that happen? 3-0 and at home. The Browns are protecting – First Energy Stadium, and these teams are really, really similar. Uh, the Browns are averaging 28.6 points per game. The Raiders, um, 28.5, so just 0.1% less, 0.1 point less. The Browns are giving up 31.6 per game. The Raiders, 32.8. The Raiders have allowed 30-plus points in five of six games, though. The Browns are giving up 380 yards. The Raiders, 403 yards, so very, very similar teams. Um, the Browns, your Cleveland Browns, which is nuts to say, are five and two. Your Cleveland Browns are five and two right now. I've never said that in my life, guys. I've never, ever said that in my life. Um, the Cleveland Browns are five and two. Incredible. It's crazy. The, uh, the, the Raiders are three and three, 1 p.m. kickoff at First Energy Stadium. Uh, Coach, you got some players on the injury report. Josh Jacobs, your uh, second year running back, uh, questionable with the knee injury. Uh, Carl Nassib is listed on the injury report with the, with the toe injury. The Browns, obviously, OBJ is out for the year. 
hunt uh, an, another. It's just a different body part every year, uh, every game. This time it's the ribs. It's questionable. Landry questionable with the ribs. We know he's playing through broken ribs. Um, half of our O lines on the report. Conklin Treader with the knee. Uh, Garrett with an ankle questionable. Uh, Cameron, what's the status on Miles' ankle? I think they're just, you know, being very cautious. He didn't practice, uh, you know, outside with them today because they were out in the slop. Uh, so you don't want to, you know, strain that too bad. But Stefanski said that he heard it in practice or uh, he heard it on Sunday. And so they, during practice, they've been just taking it, taking it light on him, trying to make sure that he is good to go on Sunday. So I wouldn't be concerned with him, you know, being out of the game. I don't think that is a thing, but he is getting, you know, less reps in practice this week just to make sure that they don't, you know, put any stress on that, on that ankle injury. Coach, did you have anything to do with that? Did you injure Miles' ankle? Oh, no, man. But uh, I'll tell you what, Carl Nassib is also precautionary. We want to make sure he's 100% ready to go for this Cleveland Browns uh, offense. So that uh, that's why he's on the report, man. Nassib revenge game, huh? <laughs> of course. I'm calling it right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he was uh, when he was in Tampa, he actually had a couple he plays. A couple he had a huge game against us. Against us. Yeah. yeah, he did. So um, you never know, Coach. Uh, Jeremy, have you, uh, you want to guess the line right now? Yeah, and I have not looked, as I never do. Um, I'm going to say Browns by maybe one and a half. Say Browns are a Coach? one and a half point favorite. Coach, do you want to guess the line of the game? I'm guessing the Raiders are going to be like a 19 point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns are favored by two and a half at oh, home. Oh, nice. Oh, man. That's bulletin board material. If you're underdogs. Yeah. Underdogs. <laughs> uh, Chuck, he always loves an underdog, man. Um, let's man. jump. Knock on wolf, you're with me. <laughs> let's, let's jump to some narratives, Jeremy. Uh, what narratives do you see happening after this game, heading into the bye week? I think the big narrative is Baker is back. The Baker that we've been waiting to see for a year and a half is back. He's going to have another monster game. Um, sets up nicely, playing a couple uh, bad defenses in a row to get his confidence up. I think you're going to see him spreading the ball around. You're going to see our tight ends. You're going to see Richard Higgins have another big game. And I think the narrative coming out is Baker is back. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, coach, every, every uh, preview, we uh, try to guess a little narrative that, that might happen. Uh, what do you what narrative do you see after this, after this game against the Browns? I think everybody's going to be seeing that the Raiders are for real, man. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> this guy is so fast. If you blink, you'll miss him, man. He's going to have a huge game. Well, that's not, we're not jumping to bold predictions quite yet, Coach. But but I, I love the enthusiasm. You think the Raiders are for real at three at, at four and three, huh? The yeah, playoff man. bound. Of course, man. Any it, it's a COVID year, man. Anything could happen. That that is true. That is true. Cameron, what narrative you got for us? Cameron, you can write the narrative. You, I know. You can, do it. You can make I this know. happen. But I don't think that I'm going to write this narrative, but it is one that I expect to see if the Browns win and, you know, Baker is able to successfully sp- spread the ball out and the offense looks good. I think that narrative is going to be Baker is better without Odell. So that's not one that I'll write necessarily. And the numbers can, you know, show for it, but it also comes down to got players stepping up and, and filling that void. And I think that's more of a testament to them, but that is a narrative I expect to see <laughs> if the Browns look good on Sunday. Uh, the narrative I think that we're going to see is if it is a shootout and the Browns do win, um, even if it's a shootout and we lose, I think we're going to start seeing that this I, the identity of this Browns team is the offense. And I say that because I think it's going to hurt Miles Garrett's chances of any end of season awards because our defense, um, even though he's going to put up stats, even though they're going to be sacks, and he might even get another 
forced fumble strip sack. I don't know. I think the lack of overall defensive success is going to hurt his end of year defensive player of the year chances. And, and I think we're going to start seeing that. And they're, they're going to mention that exact narrative. It's an offensive team. And so miles, he can't do it all. Um, and even though it's translating to success, even though a win is a win is a win, I think eventually you want to see a team that's dominant on the defense um, that doesn't give up 30, some 35 points, points a week. And I think that's going to come back to, to bite miles. And then we're going to start seeing that this week. Uh, that is that that's really going to hurt miles. I think he's still going to be all pro. I think Denzel war is going to have a, an all pro season as well. Um, but uh, I think we're going to see, Hey, the Browns are an offensive juggernaut. And I, I said juggernaut coach. Is that okay? Can I say juggernaut? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> They're full of Gruden grinders. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this week the, it's, just, it's going to be decided. The identity of this team is the offense. And then I think going into the buy, sorry, I'm just going to keep going. You're going to hear a lot of, we're going to focus on our defense. It's going to give our chance of defense to kind of get recalibrated. That's going to be what we're going to hear, but that's who we are. Um, the NFL is an offensive uh, league and, and I think the Browns are perfectly tailored for, for that. Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back with some bold predictions and wrap things up. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Books like Stephen King's The Shining or Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. If you're on the hunt for book recommendations and enjoy sparkling conversation, come read along with us and then listen in. I'm Dennis Maniloff, co-host along with the roadman, Kenny Rhoda of the Next Man Up podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Roadman and I do a deep dive into Browns, Indians, Cavs, Ohio State, and anything else that's on the sports fan's mind. Hey, it's JD from the Hyman Podcast. Using a narrative storytelling approach, the Hyman Podcast was created to start conversations, conversations that need to be human. Week by week, I'll break down walls and barriers and make people wildly uncomfortable, all the while giving a voice to the voiceless and the marginalized. Consider this your personal invitation to be part of that conversation. All right, we got some bold predictions. One of my favorite segments of of the show. Uh, Cameron, start us off. What's a bold prediction you have for our week eight game against the Raiders? I'm never good at these. And you're going to make me start, Chase? I can't believe you. (laughs) Let's go. All right. uh, Let's go with... It's not very bold, but I'm going to go with it. Miles Garrett, he's going to have four sacks. Yeah. Against. against I love Sarah it. Carr, yeah. Four sacks. Four sacks for Miles Garrett. That's I love it. I think I've ever gotten. It is. It is. My bold prediction is also about Miles. I'll, I'll wait to hold that. Jay, you got a bold prediction, man? Yeah, I'm thinking Baker Mayfield, 350 yards and four touchdowns. Baker goes over 300 for the first time this year. Four touchdown passes. He's got nine touchdown passes, one interception in two weeks going into the bye. And Cleveland's partying, and we can't wait for two weeks for our next game. This is what I'm talking about. You guys must be all up on Halloween candy. These are my kind of bold <laughs> predictions, man. What ain't been all your coach? You got a bold prediction for us, Coach Gruden? I, I do. I hope I hope I don't bring down this mood or uh, you know, make you guys any sad. But I think Carr's gonna have a huge game with 400 yard rugs. Like I said before, he's gonna go off maybe like three touchdowns and a hundred yards. And Nelson Aguilar and Darren Waller, man, these guys are gonna go off too. And I'll tell you one thing right now, man. Carl Nassib is going to outplay Miles Garrett. You better you better take that trade offer that I uh, asked for earlier, or you're going to regret it, man. 
Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think Miles Garrett's going to have an interception this game. Um, I think he's going to sniff out a screen or a batted ball. My my bold prediction is Ooh. Miles G with an INT. Ooh. How's that? Good. That's pretty get you, man. I'm here for it. Miles <laughs> right, G right. with the INT. Let's make some T-shirts, man. That's what you guys do in Cleveland, right? You make T-shirts out of stuff like that? We do. Put that on a T-shirt, man. Um, all right, so uh, game prediction. Uh, Jeremy, what you got, man? What's I the think uh, Browns win a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 35-28 Browns. Baker with a big game. All right, Cameron. Browns get this one. She's looking up. She's looking into the future. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm channeling my. <laughs> Not straight I'm also trying to think of like, I'm trying to be realistic for like my picks too. So like, I don't want to get yeah. that wrong. So this is like a, this is a twofer. <laughs> I'm giving you my answer and I'm giving me my answer. Browns <laughs> win this one at home. Uh, they're going to, I think it's going to be a pretty high, pretty high scoring game. As much as I didn't want the shootout, I don't even want to put a number on it. But we'll, we'll, I, I like Jeremy's. I like Jeremy's. Okay, somewhere in the thirties and tw- versus twenties. I'm not going to put a number on it. It's too much work right now, and it's going to take a while. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to look bad against myself, you know, in my picks. So <laughs> we don't care about looking bad on the oranges, orange. Or we just <laughs> I've been looking bad for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go back and listen to this if I get my pick wrong, and it's going to hurt my heart. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> that I was so confident. <laughs> You guys are close. You're not close enough, though. The final score of the game is going to be Browns 42, Raiders 40. The Raiders are going to cover, um, but the Browns are going to win another close one at home. Coach, I'm going to leave the last one to you, man. It's, it's an honor to have you on, on the pod. Uh, give me a prediction, final score uh, on, on Sunday afternoon. All right. I think I'm going to be a little conservative here. I think I think it's going to be 55 Oakland. I mean, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. I haven't finished moving all my stuff yet, man. <laughs> 55 Vegas Raiders. 14 Cleveland Browns. Blow up, man. Massive revenge game. There it is, man. Um, we want to give shouts to every one of you who listen. Uh, thank you so much for downloading. Hey, I also want to give special shouts to uh, fan Doug Albers, who's been listening for, to the show for a long, long time. Had a great interaction with him uh, on, on, on Twitter. Uh, Doug, thank you so much for listening to the show, for supporting us, and everyone else who listens so faithfully every single week. Thank you so much. We, we love talking about the Browns, and we hope that you enjoy listening about the Browns. We hope you have fun. You hope you um, you know are able to play along and maybe tweet us some of your bold predictions of the game and kind of see what happens. You can catch us anywhere. You listen to podcasts. You can check out our website, even pressplaypodcast.com for any other podcast you might want to listen to or host a show with us. You can always check that out as well. Uh, Jeremy, any final thoughts? No, man. Just wow. Unbelievable. Five and two chance to go into the bye week at six and two, six and two. We'll be staring down the playoffs with the schedule we have. So let's go out and get this W. Cameron, you have anything you want to add? Like you said earlier, Chase, if the Browns can get this win, and they go into the bye week six and two. Kevin Stefanski's right there to take care of them. So let's That's just right. get this over with. Let's get this win. Let's go up six and two and enjoy our bye week. All right. Hey, coach, you have anything you want to add before we sign off here? I know the, the Kevin Stefanski love, but man, he doesn't have a hundred million dollar contract like I do. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you uh, for our recap show Sunday or Monday. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Ooh, ooh. Let's get it.